Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Apostle E.A. Ajay. Apostle E.A. Ajay is the founder and pastor of Devotional Light Church. He is also the founder of the Jesus the Answer campaign and an author of several best-selling books. Devotional Light Church is a vibrant church with people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to E.A. Ajay. Today I'm teaching about something I'm very glad to teach uh, and I'm glad that God has allowed me to teach you today. So fellowship in the church. Fellowship in the church. That's the title. I know online they made a mistake. They wrote fellowship in the Bible. But the title is fellowship in the church. Fellowship in the church. You see, the church is the only thing that God is about for himself on this earth. Any other thing, God is not about it for himself on this earth. Even if God is about it, it's not because of him. It's because of maybe the society or the person or the country or the organization. But the church is what he said he is building. I build my church and the gate of hell. So that's what he's doing. And the Bible said the church is a pillar and foundation of truth. So you see that almost anybody, any organization, now you should see it is you watch. Any organization, anybody that is not of Christ, no matter what is they are talking about, they end up slandering the church. Even if they are talking about veganism, they slander the church. If they are talking about unemployment, they slander the church. They hate the church. You see, because the, the church back truth, shine light. You understand? So, so the, the reason why God brought the church is so important. It is, a, a, there's a lot of reasons. Amen. And the moment you move the church, only the church can play the role of the church. It's like the bank. Only a bank can play the role of a bank. So the moment you move the church, a lot of things will, will be in distraction. A, a lot of things. A, a whole lot of things. Amen. Okay. But one of the one of the main reasons, or one of the many reasons that God brought the church, that Christ brought the church, is fellowship. Fellowship. You see? And this is very important because... Is very important. So I want us to really understand this part of the church. Amen. It's fellowship. The Bible, the, the original Greek word there is koinonia. Koinonia. Which, koinonia, yeah. K-O, koinonia, which means fellowship. Amen. Fellowship. Amen. So God brought about the church. One of the reasons is because of fellowship. Amen. So one of the reasons why God brought the church is that we will have fellowship with him as we have fellowship with one another. We have fellowship with him as we have fellowship with one another. You cannot have fellowship with God without having fellowship with the people of God on this earth. 
Yeah. So when we hear people say, oh, I just go to church and worship my God and just return back, it's an error. And you see, till we understand this part, we have two preachers in the house. Someone is also preaching there. Till we understand this part of the church and we desire it and we fight for it as we fight and we desire all other things in the church, the church will not be what it's supposed to be. It is, it is not, it shouldn't be that a church should make you sad. That you should think of your church. Then the memories rather bring you regret and pain. You see, it shouldn't be like that. The way God designed it, it should never be like that. But you see, don't forget, the church is not the building, it is the individual. So whenever you are blaming a church, your church, look at yourself first. What role have you played? Because that's what Jesus taught us. Say, do not remove the prank from the eye of your neighbor. But first of all, remove. Then you see that maybe you are the beast. Because you see that if everybody was like you, the problems you are talking about. Amen. Because the church is responsible for itself. So in the church, we are responsible for ourselves. Every member of the church is responsible. Amen. And because the church is not a dictatorship, I'm not able to tell you what to eat, isn't it? What to wear, isn't it? Even where to sit, I'm not able to. I've repeated it three times, even though being strategically. <laughs> Amen. If I tell you how to do your head, that, hey, that one, if you are not careful, you not even come. You understand? So you choose everything. You do it. You understand? Uh-huh. So there are things people complain about the church. They are to be blamed because they are part of the problem. Please, you understand? And one of the problems, the challenges is we neglect the koinonia of the church, which is the fellowship of the church. You see, God could have designed it that Everyone will be in their room and speak to him and do whatever with him. Then at the end of the year, you buy your plane ticket, you go to Jerusalem as people go to Mecca and present your thing. He can't do it like that. But no, he brought about the church. Because one of the main reasons is because of the fellowship. Because see, God created us for fellowship. When God created us, we did not need salvation. There was no need for salvation because we were not sinners. In the Garden of Eden, the Bible says God walked in the garden in the cool of the day. One time he was seeking Adam and said, Adam, where are you? He has come to seek Adam. Fellowship. It was the fall. That's why now we need salvation. So the reason God created is not for salvation. And it's not even for prayer. Because the reason why we pray so much now is because of there's a lot of demonic beings. And also many of us, we are falling. We have become beastly. We are nothing like how God intended for us to be. So we need to pray each time for him to help. And the world is corrupt. It's corrupt. So we need this intervention. But originally, it's not prayer. You think about it. If you pray, your prayer, how many things are you praying about? How many words can you say? 
You see, so what he did is the real reason he created us is to have a koinonia, a fellowship with him. You, 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 please, do we understand? And that same fellowship, God seek that same fellowship. Amen. And that same fellowship, God has made the church is meant to fellowship. Amen. So when we meet, when we meet in church service, it's not just praising God, worshiping God, then off we go. It's to fellowship with God. But you can't fellowship with God until you fellowship with the people of God. You, you can't. I keep saying there's nothing on earth that you can do to God without doing it to a human or with a human. It is easier to say I love God. But what did God say? Anyone who says he loves him but hates his fellow friend is a what? A liar. Yeah? It is easier to say I honor God. But what did God say? Honor who honor is due to. Yeah. Ah, it is easier to say uh, God is my everything. That, what did Peter, Jesus told Peter? Say, if you love me, you love me. Feed my sheep. Yeah, that shows you love me. You, you love me. Okay, feed, feed them. If you love me, three times. So everything God is directed to a human. Everything God on this earth. You, you understand why? Because God lives in human. He lives in his people. Do not know that you are the temple of the Holy Spirit and the Spirit of God dwell in you. So to deal with the Holy Spirit is to deal with a human being. Yes. Amen. Another scripture, another verse to say, God dwells in you by his Spirit. Uh-huh. <laughs> what did Jesus say? He said, if they receive you, it is me that they have received. Another scripture say, you shall not see peace until you say, blessed are the feet of the one who comes in the name of God. So to, to see God is to receive one that God has sent who is coming. Uh-huh. So to fellowship with God is to fellowship with his people, not the world. He doesn't live in the world. He doesn't dwell among them. He doesn't live in them. He dwell here. This is called um, a holy convocation, a sacred assembly. This gathering, is, is, which is a koinonia, a fellowship. You, you, you understand why? Because we've only gathered in his name. Where two or three are gathered, there I am. So he's here. So if you want to fellowship with me, you cannot be at the comfort of a place. You have to make your way to the place. You cannot even be online. I'll be honest with you. Online is a plus. It's a plus. It's a good thing that you couldn't come. Instead of missing it, you are able to be part of it. But it is not designed to replace. Which marriage, husbands, okay, let's leave here, let's leave there. At least we can see each other on face and everything now. Is, is it the same? Would the relationship be deeper? Okay. Even online shopping, is it the same as going to the shop? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Please, do, do you get it? Amen. So we are going to look at the fellowship because we must understand this. We must understand this. Amen. First Corinthians chapter 1, verse 9. So what is fellowship? 
or koinonia. The word koinonia means fellowship, means spiritual fellowship, means uh, participation, it means sharing in. So when we say fellowship, it means to participate in, to share in. To participate what? In, to share in. And it also means to contribute, help. That's the word koinonia was what it means. To participate in. So in the fellowship of the church, to participate in the church, to share in the church, to contribute help in the church. God wants to participate with you. If you look at the Bible, you see how he spoke to Abraham. You see how he speaks to people. Sometimes I think that God is not powerless. It's powerless because of the fellowship. It's because of the fellowship. For example, when God says, Samuel, go, go and anoint David as a king. Samuel says, oh God, if I go, Saul will kill me. God says, okay, then when you go, tell him I've asked you to come and what? And, uh, uh, make sacrifice. They invite them, they anoint them. As if God doesn't know what it's about, but it's the fellowship. It's the fellowship. You understand? Yeah, he wants you to be participated in. That's why even though he's the one that healed, a person, a vessel, a pastor is involved. That based on the pastor, the healing can limited because of the fellowship, the participation in. That's why angels don't preach the word. Yes, that's why he has to send an angel. He has to go to Cornelius, tell Cornelius that God has heard your result and send the angel to go to Peter to tell him to go into Cornelius' house to speak to him the gospel and baptize him. Think of it. Couldn't the angel tell him like that? But he has given the preaching to man so that man will what? participate in the fellowship. Please, do, you, do we get it? Okay. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 9. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 9. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> God is faithful who has called you into fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. So God has called us to do what? Fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ. So yes, we gain salvation. Salvation is for us. But one of the reasons God has called us is to fellowship with Christ Jesus. Not only to pray to Christ Jesus, not only to seek the healing with Christ Jesus, but to fellowship with Christ Jesus. In other words, to have a koinonia with Christ Jesus. In other words, to participate with Christ Jesus, to contribute help with Christ Jesus, to have a communion with Christ Jesus, to share in with Christ Jesus. That is one of the reasons we have been called. So if you don't share in with Christ Jesus, if you don't fellowship with Christ Jesus, you are failing out. You see, it is the sharing in that makes you a friend. And the, Jesus himself said, a friend, he shows things to a friend. There are things you give to a person because he's a friend. If he wasn't a friend, you wouldn't even mind him or her. You know the parable of the man that was knocking out the door midnight? Jesus said he only gave him because he's a friend. Please do you understand? So the reason why we read this is clearly it is showing us that what? We have been called to fellowship with what? Jesus. 
Amen. First John chapter 1 verse 3. First John chapter 1 verse 3 will show us that to fellowship, amen, with a Christian is to fellowship with God. Amen. So when you have a fellowship with a Christian, when you are fellowshipping, amen. Uh, okay, let me use the additional meaning of fellowship. Friendly association. Especially with people who share one's interest, the same interest. So when you are to have a friendly association with Christ or with God, it will be to have a friendly association with his people. Amen. So read it for us, please. First John chapter 1, verse 3. Mm -hmm. We proclaim to you what we have seen and heard, so that you also may have fellowship with us. And our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. So he said, we proclaim and we've, we are, we've told you what we know, the scriptures. Why? So that you will have a fellowship with us. Why? Because our fellowship is also with God. So they are in a friendly association with what? God. If they have a fellowship with them, then they will also have association with what? God. Or you don't get it. Many of you have a friend. And the reason why you have a friend is because that friend was a friend of a friend. So now the reason why you have association or fellowship with that person is because you had a, a, a fellowship association with another person. This is what he's saying. Do you, do you get it? Are you sure you get it? He says, so that you also may have fellowship with us. And our fellowship, and our fellowship is with God and the Son. So their fellowship is with God, not like they will have. It's with God and the Son. So when you have fellowship with them, their own is with God and the Son. So meaning you have fellowship with God and the Son as you have fellowship with them. He was talking as an apostle. He was talking to people who have just become saved let's say the congregation so in other words we're saying that as you have fellowship with me as we are having this this fellowship you will be having fellowship with god because i am having fellowship with god or me saying to people who don't like coming to church they come today they go they come they are like strangers they go you don't know whether they belong to the church or not telling them that listen as you have fellowship with me we are having fellowship with what God. So you'll be having fellowship with what? God. Or oh, you don't get it. Okay, it's clearer. Let's read it here. <laughs> okay, it's clearer in John again. First John chapter 1, verse 6 to 7. Amen. First John chapter 1, verse 6 to 7. Chapter 1, verse 6 to 7. First John chapter 1, verse 6 to 7. Mm -hmm. If we claim to have fellowship with him and yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not live out the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son purifies us from all sin. Amen. So he said, if we claim to have fellowship with him, but we are not in the light, we are lying. We don't have fellowship with him. But, and he went on to say, but if we walk in the light and we have fellowship with one another, then we are what? In the light. So in other words, as we have fellowship with one another we are having fellowship with what god because in the world there are two types of people those who walk in light and darkness christians are walking in light 
So in other words, if we have, if we are with Christians, we, if we are having fellowship with one another, then we will be having fellowship with God. In other words, it is a lie when we have, we say we have fellowship with God, but we are not in the walking the light. We are not with Christians, people of light. Do you get it? So in other words, you cannot have fellowship with God without having fellowship with his people. You understand? So in other words, you cannot contribute help or you cannot participate in anything God until you contribute in with his people or you participate with his people or you associate with his people. Friendly, note, friendly. Fellowship means friendly association. So not business association, friendly association. Not even, not even an association between a pastor and the congregation on a friendly association. Please, do you get it? And note, note, note. Today, the Bible in 1 Corinthians, let's read it, please. Chapter 12, verse 27 says that um, Christ, the church is the body of Christ. And say we are individual members of that body. So if you are looking for the body of Christ, this is it. You won't see Christ anywhere on this earth. This is his, his church is his body. That's why I say I'll build my church because it is his body. It's me saying I will build my body. My body. Because the church is his body. So when he said I will build my church, he was saying he will build his body. So if you are looking at Christ today, Christ, you want to see Christ is his church. Please read it for us. First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 27. First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 27. Now you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is a part of me. Eight. Amen. Amen. So it says, we are the body of Christ, and each one of us is a part of it. Other versions say, individual members. Now when you read Ephesians chapter 5, verse 23, it says, Christ is the head of this body. You see, so Christ is the head of the church, and we are the individual what? Part of what? The body. You see, so, okay, let him finish reading it. Mm -hmm. Ephesians 5.23. Ephesians 5.23. Mm -hmm. For the husband is the head of the, of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church. Amen. So, Christ is the head of the church, and we've read that the church is what? The body of Christ. And we are the what? Individual member. Meaning, like me. Like if me. So this is Christ, my, the body. So but you are individual members. So maybe you are the nail. Maybe I'm the teeth. You understand? Someone is the tongue, mm. but he is the head. But this is his body. So the church is the body of Christ. Mm. Now, the first scripture we read says that we have been called to have fellowship with Christ. Where is Christ? To have that communion association. Is his body. Because we realize that to fellowship with him is to fellowship with his people. So when we come to church, one of the many reasons is to fellowship with God by fellowshipping with ourselves. 
our self. It's not get in, get out. It's an error. It's an error. Yes, yeah, it's, a, it's a get out. It's an error. What the Lord hates is selfish. Love is not self-centered. Get in, get out is selfishness. You care about yourself. You think about yourself alone. But then you lose out on the fellowship. Watch out. Anybody who has been in the church who is not happy, who is disgruntled, is someone who refused to fellowship. Fellowship means friendly association. Oh, yeah. Anybody. Fellowship. Um, some of you don't know, but the workers in this church, we've had several meetings over time, yes. And I've told them when we close, don't go. Talk to somebody. Talk to somebody. It wasn't for fun. You see, you see how can one be in a church five, ten years and something happens, I don't know anybody. How? How? Don't blame the church, blame you. Many a time you don't fellowship. You don't have friendly association. We didn't say the person should be your friend or something. But in the church, after service, you talk. You talk. There's a lot of things you can talk about. There's a lot of things. If you don't have anything, learn. <laughs> oh, yeah, when I, I had pub years ago before I became born again, I didn't know anything about soccer. I realized soccer was bringing money. I had to learn about soccer. I have to quickly choose a team and say, I am this team. Yeah, so that when they are talking, I will also talk. Yeah. What made it worse was I went to choose Asna, and that year Asna did it. That season, or maybe three years, nothing for Asna. Manchester was on top. I said, ah, God, I didn't know I would have chosen Manchester. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, you can learn. There's always something. There's always something. There's always something. You see, because he wants us, he's, he's called us to fellowship with him. And you can only fellowship with him as you fellowship with his people. Because he lives in people. The people, the church is his body. You, if you can't do it in your own church, with your church, then I bet you, you can't do it with any Christian. That if you do to you, you are a hypocrite. Because, oh yes, God, the Bible says anyone who doesn't take care of his household first is worse than unbeliever. So when it comes to the church, your church is your household. Your church is your responsibility. Or don't you know, your church is your household. When, when it comes to, there are a lot of churches, am I responsible for any? Are they responsible for any? If you hear that we need money to pay rent, and I did not bring my tithe here, but I went to give it to that ch church there. What would you think of me? A fool. Exactly. So when it comes to the church, churches, your church, everybody, it's your first, it's your home. You are responsible for them. They are responsible for you. When it comes to family, your family, nucleus family, is your first responsibility. When it comes to work, your work is your first responsibility. Where you work. When it comes to the country, your neighborhood is your first responsibility. You understand? So it is important we have fellowship with one another. And this time, we must be aware of this. Because many people come to the church for different reasons. Some come for the breast, some. But that should not deceive us to think that is the norm. It's, see, only God knows the end. But whatever a man so have, he shall reap. But I'm telling you that the purpose of the church is to have fellowship as well. So when you are coming to church, have in your mind that there will be fellowship. After the service, you don't need to work out. The whole week, whatever you are going to do, can't it wait? Just 30 minutes, one hour extra. 
Don't say you there, you don't know how to talk or you can't talk. It's a lie. Everybody is a talkative. Even the quiet people wait till you see them talking to that friend. Then you will see they can talk. So you do the same. There's no one who doesn't talk. The quiet people, you know, they have that person. At least that when they encounter, they will talk and talk and talk and talk to their children and say, Mommy, let's go now. <laughs> Please, you understand? Because when you come here, when you are coming here, you must be happy. You must have in your heart joy that you are coming to see this person, you meet this person. But that thing will only come by fellowshipping. By participating in. You must participate. You see, the word participating means you are responsible. You participate. You must be involved. You contribute to. It's you. Don't say you're a shy person. It's not true. It's not true. It's not true. See them dancing. At the parties, at the club. Before strangers, and they say they are shy. <laughs> See them telling people they are peace of mind. How can a shy person tell someone he's peace of mind? <laughs> so don't say, even if you are shy, you can change. The main purpose of God is to change. Be ye, do not conform, but be ye transformed. So you can be totally opposite what you are not for good. You are expected. Please, do we, do we get what I'm saying? Like, like the Tuesday, Amanda celebration. I'm always happy for those things because it's a time to fellowship. And so when I see people with attitude like, we have to go, we have to go, it's like, wow. It's like, wow, what is that? <laughs> but it's like, many don't know this part of the church. That's why I'm teaching it. And some to know, but they are selfish. Their heart is not with the church. Some attitude and everything. One lady used to be in the church. One of the worst used to complain when I'm sick, nobody helped me. When I'm, uh, I need help, there's no one. When I didn't come, no one called me. She used to say those things. I always used to tell that. But that lady, that lady, she never fellowship. When she come, she, she enter. She wouldn't even say hello. So everybody look and she sit down. When we close, mm, we just greet people or say his tr her trouble, then she go. Several times I tell her stay around, she make example, uh, excuse, you know where I live is far, you know I have to go today, the water people are coming tomorrow, I'm expecting TV every day. So if you don't fellowship with anybody, they can't fellowship, it's your responsibility, it's not someone. I want to type the word koinonia and find the meaning. You see that it means to participate in. The word participate means you have to make the effort to contribute help. You have to. You have to. You have to. That lady was in the church before people come. He doesn't, she doesn't talk to any of the people. Even the people who came to meet her in the church, they talk to each other. So it is not true that nobody in the church doesn't mind her. It is her. Because see, eh, we are all nothing. If you frown, people will not smile to you. They will, anybody who respects you will leave you because they believe you, 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 know, you are doing something. If you do, everybody will also do. And but if they hello, everybody do hello. Believe me, 
Yeah, the rude one will not do hello, but majority will do hello. Because people, people will respond to you. That's why the Bible says, do unto others as you want them to do, not as you expect. Don't expect. Because if you're always smiling, hardly will people frown if you. They will smile. You see, so we need to fellowship. Like this church, don't close and just walk off. Don't do that. Don't do that. And especially, the more you grow in the Lord, the more, if you're a worker of the church, you must know that you are to fellowship. Fellowship simply, you are not there to teach them. No, friendly association. So if you know that she likes EastEnders, hey, did you watch yesterday's EastEnders? You see, then you, you know, you secular things. Of course, if things of Christ or help come, you will. But you see, fellowship is, is the part that friendly association that you participate in. Because, see, at, the, at your best, you're a human being. You still pull. Uh-huh. So don't act like you, you don't. Do you get what I'm saying? No, don't you know there are people when you see them, the way they carry themselves, as if as for them, they don't even smile. They don't even make mistake. Have you not noticed? That's what I'm saying. No, at your best, you are a human being. And every human being makes mistakes. You see, when I had the pub, I learned something. I used to see these men, great men, in town. Note, no, many great men are not good men. No. Many great men are not good men. There's a difference between a good man and a great man. It is sad that many think great men are good men. No. Many great men are wicked. Great there, it has got to your achievement. That's all. But it doesn't mean goodness has got to do with your character. So it's not the same thing. So many great men are not good men. You understand? So you see, you know, these great men, maybe here you, here you see them, even here. It's like even in the train or car, it's like well-dressed, ashes. It's like they are not smart. They've not from, but it's like straight. It's like prim and proper, like serious. Like anytime you see them like that, even in the house, even with their children, but you see them at the pub with this 22-year-old girl. You, that, this man, you see that man dancing and doing this. Hey! You see that man cracking jokes. That's what I learned. Listen, these people are all hypocrites. There's no one who does not, is not a child. Everyone is a child as well. There are people who are not older. They are not adults. But everyone is a child. Because before you became an adult, you were once a child. So you still have childish in you. It's still in you. It's still in you. You never stop being a child. Just that people decide where to show it. Oh, yeah. So they are everything like they don't smile. Go and see them. Go and see them. <laughs> Recently, I watched a video in the news. So I was watching Spy. Spy. Spy documentary. It's on Netflix. Spy. And they show this American diploma in Russia, that they trap him with spy camera. And you see this, how diploma, they behave, they work. Come and see this American diploma in a room with prostitutes. See, they are but sitting on his face. Uh-huh. But when you see them, 
the way they present themselves. You think, ask for them. So sometimes we bring that to the church, like everything's deep. No, no. We are to fellowship. We are to fellowship. One time I saw a minister of a country start with Jean. That one too was leaked out. Jean. It was leaked out. You see, and this minister of that country, I didn't say Jill. Jean. Jean. <laughs> Jean for golf. <laughs> Amen. And I, I'm trying to paint a picture. And this minister of this country, when you see them, eh, they behave like, you know, they don't laugh, no expression, nothing. And this was video, video call. It's the opposition that trapped her, and they, they used the girl to trap her, and they showcase it to discredit him. And this is a, he was a national security of that country, minister of that country. And he was, uh, he's gone to a conference, and in the video call, you hear the girl, some ugly girl, oh, mercy. You, you young girl, like in her 20s, you hear say that, let me see what you are wearing. Then he, he has shown video call, say, oh, pajamas. He say, yeah. Then you see the minister ask the girl, do you like it? The girl say, yes, can you turn around? Then you see this minister, who doesn't smile at it? Turn around. Turn <laughs> I'm sure maybe some of you have seen it. You've seen it. You see that I'm not lying. Then you see the minister who in town, no facial expression, see dignity, dignify. In fact, if, do you know dignity is not in the Holy Spirit? Uh, it's not in the Bible. Yeah, it's not fruit of the Spirit because it's man created. A lot of things they call, consider dignify, it's not. It's just a facade, like a show off. So you see this minister turning for this girl in her pajamas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm trying to say, oh, I'm saying this is there's no one who does not smile, who doesn't like to be himself and things. So let's not act like it's wrong in the church. We are meant to be free. We've come to fellowship with God. Not only pray, not only worship, not only give to him, but to fellowship. It's all right to smile. It's all right to crack jokes. When we close, we shouldn't be in a rush. Of course, understand those one or two. This, but it shouldn't be an attitude. Other than it would destroy the church. That's why you, people come to church and they leave and they go and they are sad at home because they didn't get to laugh. And don't blame the church. Blame yourself. Because did you look at the koinonia? What does it say is the meaning? The Christian fellowship or body of believers. Oh, there should be more. Oh, Koinonia, yeah. Uh -huh. is transliterated from form of the Greek oh, word, you've gone to, no, which okay. refers to concepts such as fellowship, joint participation, joint joint participation, eh? The share which one has in anything, sharing in anything, eh? A gift jointly contributed, a collection, a contribution, contribution, being part of it, contributing your portion. See, even in the church, those who work in the church. They rather feel integrated. They feel free. Those who don't work in the church feel isolated. You feel isolated. So, as I said, join. There's a lot of things you can contribute in the church. You can contribute. That listen, my own is polishing this thing, and that one alone will make you feel part. When you come and you fall down and go, you see, you isolate yourself. But the teaching today is that it's not normal. It shouldn't be normal. 
Do, do we get it? It shouldn't because it's a joint what? Participation. Do we get it? Especially those who don't dance in the church, but you see them on TikTok and other places dancing. You must dance in the church. You must dance in the church. Bring that same life and joy into the church. The church is not... I beg you, see, there are things we only do because of familiarity and other things. But the church is not a mistake. The, the church is the, it must be the real expression of humans full of the spirit. We are to shine forth the light. So we are to express the raw nature of humanity, not the corrupted nature. And it comes out with fellowship. So it's all right when you are dancing, you get carried away and you hit each other. It's all right. Oh, yes. One time, <laughs> like Amanda asked me, am I disturbing several times? I keep telling her no. I don't know why she doesn't believe it. I keep telling her, no, it's all right. I like it. I say, you are bringing life. You see, because, see, you are bringing life. Because those who system, that's not how they are. They are putting up a certain face. Believe me. Oh. <laughs> see, 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 see. Should I say it or I should leave it? I should say it. One brother said to me he said as for my wife she just lied there like a dead body no expression that, that's why I like the young girls because they show expression eh? it's true many women have that problem so you see that the thing you are doing once you are doing the thing doesn't matter again now how you do it it changes everything changes everything it's like you don't have feeling the man doesn't know whether it's working or it's not working. No encouragement. Because everything's see, like a dead boy. <laughs> no expression. <laughs> I say, brother, I get your hustle. I get your hustle. <laughs> I get your hustle. Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> one, one, one woman true story so one woman one woman told me say can you imagine what my husband said I said no he said if I don't turn her you will not give me money he, she wanted money for a trip say, say his husband said if I don't turn her you will not give me money I said ah, more likely you don't turn you just lie down just like that flat that's the problem uh -huh. we do married teaching but all I'm trying to say is that it's natural to express. It changes everything. Amen. Do you want a cup of tea? <laughs> and do you want a cup of tea? Yes. It changes everything. This one, you go and even be wondering a lot of things. Are you okay? And are you okay? Yes. It changes everything. What's the difference? The same answer, the expression. You see, so we, we are not dead here. We shouldn't come here to death. A human being is not dead. And expression is different from disorder. It is not the same. All I'm trying to say is that the church has been created to fellowship. See, many are short-sighted. Imagine somebody, 
a true salvation. Not every salvation is a true salvation, but there are, are, are shades of everything. One of the greatest salvation is not when you are from a Christian background. It's a good. Imagine a Hindus, mother Hindus, Buddhist Hindus, cousins, aunties Hindus, and now he's safe. Even you that you are among Christians, can't you see how they are treating you because you are worshiping God? Imagine the Hindu, how you'll be treated without the fellowship of the church. Does he stand a chance? Loneliness alone will break him down. That's why we go to places like beach. That's why churches have things like coffee, biscuits. It's to bond, it's to bring the fellowship. That's why even we hold programs. How many churches we even hold musical show and things? It's to help foster fellowship because it's important. You see, your church becomes the, your family of Christ. It becomes your family of Christ. And any family that you can't crack just, you cannot laugh, you cannot talk freely, you end up having your best friends outside. Am I right? Yeah. Praise the Lord Jesus. First, let's read Psalm 55. Verse 13 to 14. The reason why we are reading this is to show you that the fellowship has got to do with the church. And in the church. Amen. Because the koinonia is the church, the people of Christ. Amen. So one, one, one lady said to me, oh, uh, as for me, I'm worshiping my God. I just go and after I don't want to talk to anybody, the moment we close, I leave. The sad thing was, she didn't know that she was expressing her ignorance and she didn't even know it. Very wrong. Totally contradicts the purpose of the church. Mm. Very wrong. Very wrong. Very wrong. Very wrong. I used to be in a church and the pastor, one of the, the past, one time we closed church and a pastor said, told the pastor, let's go. And the pastor said, he should take his time. Then the pastor said to the other pastor, Sundays, we don't wait till. Sundays is the time we have for our families. When we close, we just have to leave them and go. That thing did not sit well with me. I wasn't a pastor there. But as I grew in the Lord, I can see how wrong it was. How the heart, it, it speaks volumes. Several times, close church, we close and I have a meeting with somebody. And you see, when I have meeting with somebody, we always have it at a place where there's coffee and stuff. Because, you see, the person's problem we are going to deal with, I'm going to be part of it. It's a fellowship. It's not just answers. Whenever I go to Bishop Ayi, his office, they ask me what, what will I eat, what will I drink. They bring me varieties. Even the bottle water is glass water bottle. You, you understand? Mm -hmm. It sounds like something small. It will cost like a pound. But it changes everything. It changes everything. When we go to intercessions, two hours, we don't just get in and start praying. We will talk. It's intentionally. We have to fellowship. That is where the real power is. The real power is. Sometimes, maybe you don't know, sometimes I want to drink something, I won't drink. I'm looking for it to come and drink it at intercession because the drinking brings a fellowship. You see, so we must know these things and do things with purpose. 
for the church to be what it's supposed to be. Amen. Amen. Please read it for us. Psalm 55 verse 13 to 14. But it is you, a man like myself, my companion, my close friend, with whom I once enjoyed sweet fellowship at the house of God as we walked about among the worshippers. Amen. Amen. Where does he enjoy sweet fellowship? In the house of God. This is David talking about Utophel. I used to enjoy sweet what? Fellowship with him. Where? In the house of God. Friendly association. That's how the dictionary defines fellowship. In the house of God. So the house of God is also for what? Fellowship. When you read Acts, it says the apostles gave themselves up to the fellowship. The Acts chapter 2, verse 41. We read to the 42. You see that say they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship. To fellowship. So they did not just devote themselves to the teaching, the preaching, or the prayer, but also to fellowship. It's, it's important. You must look forward to coming to church. You, you, you must be happy when you are in church. And I won't lie to you. I don't want a church that is like each one for himself, God for us. Well, then what's the point? Then there's no point. We already have that in the world. I'd rather have a church that the Muslims, the Hindus that have no Christian friends will have godly friends, will have people of the Lord. So you see, they devoted themselves to fellowship. Please read it for us. Acts chapter 2, 41 to 42. Acts chapter 2, 41 to 42. Mm -hmm. Those who accepted his message were baptized and about 3,000 were added to their numbers that day. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teachings and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Amen. So the things they devoted themselves to, breaking of bread is communion, prayer, teaching, but not only that, but also to what? Koinonia. Amen. It, it's, it's important. It's important. I used to tell the workers, engage. The word engage means not like you are, you are checking out somebody you want to preach somebody. Just engage. Just talk. You don't know. You can learn it. The Holy Spirit can help you. But don't tell me you don't know it. Don't tell me you don't know it. The same way you talk to those friends. The same thing. You, it's better for you to be doing for someone to oppose it. You are better. You end up having people who fellowship with you. I hear so many things about the church and in the church. Many are false. Many, some are true. Some, the people who are saying it, they are the cause. They are the problem. They are the problem. One brother, long time ago, Jesus answered campaign, said he doesn't go to church anymore. And he, first of all, he said, I said, why? He said, because his church should go. The pastor has no time for anyone. The moment they close, the pastor will just take off. You call the pastor, he doesn't pick, he doesn't call back those things. I said, well, I, I, I wouldn't know the reason why. But I said, do you pay tight? He said, no. No, I didn't even ask him whether he paid tight. As he was talking, he said, he, another issue came. I said, he doesn't pay tight and those things. I said, ah, that's why your pastor don't have time for you. Because he has to quickly rush and go and work. 
He has to quickly rush and go and work. When you, I said, when you call him, he's at work. No work. They don't take their phone. Their phone. He finishes too tired. You see, you, 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 he's too tired. So I say, because it's in the Bible. He said, when the people stopped taking their time, they, all the priests left the work of God and went to their field. Is there. So sometimes say, what we are complaining about, how the church is, how the church is, we are the cause, we are the trouble, we are the problem. But believe me, believe me, if we begin to understand that it's a fellowship as well, we are meant to fellowship, it changes everything. Then you even be the happy with the person who always bring the laughter, the person who always bring the light. It's not all right, it's not all right that you are in a church two, four years, and you don't have friends in the church. It's not all right that for something, there's nobody in the church. After you've been in the church two, three years, and you cannot call and talk to the person as a friend. It's not all right. I say it's not. If you go to university three years after, don't you make friends that you call and you talk to? Your workplace, don't you make friends? Yeah. If inclined to know them just for a few months, don't they become your friends? So why do we have do we have that attitude? But it is for our own distraction. It is for our own distraction. Because humans have been created that we, we need to fellowship. And God has called us into fellowship. Are we getting it? So let's have that mind. Let's have that mind. When anything is meant to bring fellowship, let's embrace it. Let's not do like, I'm not interested. It's time wasted. Or it's like, it's for happy people. It's like, it's for, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. I was in a church. One time, the pastor organized a dinner party for the workers of the church. And so that their family can, they can bring their families as well, even those who are not in the church. And to my surprise, and I thought I'm the only one who have noticed it, but the later I realized the pastor has also what, noticed it. Because I said something and he started talking. You see, it's like when they came, the whole idea was that for once, like nobody's working, so we will just people will mingle. There's a song that's something you want to mingle. Something song. You know, do you know the song? I'll remember. <laughs> Do you know the song? Says. Maybe what? I can't remember, but something, something. Santa, you want to mingle? Play by Nigerian. You know it. Sing. Uh, say, say. Say it. Don't be afraid, la. You've been dancing to it. Eh? Uh -huh. Single, I've been searching. You want to mingle? <laughs> you know the song, isn't it? Uh huh. There's a song like that. So what I'm trying to say, the whole idea was like to mingle, but you saw these people group in unit, unit family. The whole thing didn't serve its purpose, and you could see the pastor was sad. But sometimes that's how it is. We get stuck. But no, no, no. That's not the place for husband and wife. We know you are husband and wife. But we are not there as husband and wife. We are there as couples. You've been there Monday to Friday, 24 hours as husband and wife. Just the three hours, you cannot just be ordinary. 
Whether you're ordinary or not, you're husband and wife, isn't it? When you're at workplace, you do husband and wife. It's always like the same, the same, the same. It's not right for the church. Amen. Because the apostles did not devote themselves only to prayer, only to communion, only to teaching, but also to fellowship. Oh, you don't enjoy this teaching. <laughs> you are reflecting. Okay. <laughs> Last scripture on this. Then we, we see, we take off. Amen. <laughs> Galatians chapter 2, verse 9. Or oh, Second Corinthians, rather, chapter 13, verse 14. What is today's message? All I'm saying that we are to fellowship. It's part of the service. If, if the person, the person think you are rather some way, the person rather is some way. You are rather normal. Second Corinthians chapter 13, verse 14. In Corinthians chapter 13, verse 14. Mm-hmm. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. You see, we say this every day. It's in the scripture. The reason why we say it at the end of every service is in the Bible, they use it to end. And you see, so he said, may the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit. So fellowship of the Holy Spirit is sweet. Mm. Now this Holy Spirit, where is he? In a human being. So to enjoy sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit is to enjoy fellowship with one with the Holy Spirit. That's why I say if you have fellowship with darkness, then you don't have fellowship with God. In other, with other people rather, then what about God? which is the light. Who are the light of the world? We are the light of the world. Please, do you understand? It is very important. Don't bring your stiff faces to church. Put, take that one to maybe your work. But bring your happy face to church. Don't bring the, the you know that minister I was talking about. No, not, don't bring that one. You bring the child in you to church. You have it. Everybody has it. Because there's no one who doesn't sing. There's no one who doesn't occasionally at least play song. Bring that part to church. Bring it to church. We, we need it here. Because you see, we come here heavy, different problems. We need it here more than anywhere. <laughs> Please, are we getting it? Now, don't be afraid. You see, the reason why I'm saying that don't be afraid is there are also reasons why people keep to themselves or be on their guard. You see, or people are not able to open up. But don't be afraid. You see, if you are afraid, you won't get anything good. You, you understand? And to break through or to get something good, you, you must be open up to it because there's a scripture that says, let, let's read that scripture. It's very important. I want us to read it first. Amen. Uh, amen. Uh, Proverbs chapter 14, verse 4. Amen. It says, where, where there are no oxen, amen, the manger or the crib is empty. 
but from the strength of the ox comes abundant harvest. Amen. So the ox, you know, read it for us first. Proverbs 14, verse 4. Mm. Where there are no oxen, the manager is empty. Oh, the ma- sorry. The manger. Mm. It says, man- yeah, manger is empty. But from the strength of an ox come abundant harvests. Amen. Note the word, but. So the manger means maybe the, let's say, the house of the ox, where the hawks live. You see, now the ox carry stuff. They carry everything. If today that is the, the tractor. Oh, not the tractor, like the trailer that brings the goods to Tesco, the delivery vans. So he said, where there's no ox, the manger is clean, empty. It means no dead. If you know ox or cow or sheep, almost every hour they are pooing. And they don't stand to pull like dogs. As they are going, they are just pooing. Cow. So you see their poo everywhere. You understand? So in other words, if you want this oxen, if you want this strength, it comes, it comes with the pool. But if you want it clean, the only way is you wouldn't have or you cannot have the oxen. But then there's no one to carry stuff, no one to be involved in stuff, no one to do what? Anything. You see, so everything that we want, it comes with Something with say negative. It's a package. Mm. If you want to create a nice atmosphere and talk to people freely and things, you will come across rude people. Yeah. But that doesn't mean we should stop. Yeah. You meet one or two rude people, but then you have ten rude, uh, good people. It's better to have ten good people and encounter two rude people than not to have anything at all because of your fear or your concern for those two. Do, do, do you get it? Are, are we sure we get it? Because there are some people, even the cars you are talking to them, they are sizing you up and down. But don't give, don't worry about them. You see, you face such. You understand? There are some people, as you try to be nice, they will act funny. But that doesn't mean stop acting nice or trying to fellowship. You must have those people in order to have the other people. It's a package. It's a package. You cannot, you cannot, you, it's a package. Amen. It's a package. You understand? So we shouldn't fear. We shouldn't worry about that. You understand? Like Jesus Dancer campaign. I know people will be rude. People insult me. I've embraced it. On a good day, I will laugh. On a bad day, I will answer you back. <laughs> it's even, I, 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 it's, it's, I embrace it and it's part of it. It's that simple. Yeah, a bad day. Sometimes not in a good mood. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. So please, all the message for today is the church is for fellowship as well. Fellowship means friendly association. We must encourage it. We must know that when we come, it's not just the prayer, the word, but it's also the fellowship. We close at 12.30. In your mind, it's 1 o'clock. Because when you finish, you will help out. You can talk to others. You will no rush to go. And the higher you go in the church, the higher you go in the church, the more we will need you to be the last person. And not the last person just sitting and folding your arms, but participating. Because that one is even worse. Because sometimes we look at the attitudes like, and not dashing to enter and sit in the car. 
is a message that you are not interested in those here. It is. It is a message. It is a message. All these things matter. So, you see, people will note it. People will think otherwise. They will not engage. <laughs> but we don't want to have a good church as God has designed it. A church that is a family. A church that you are able to laugh and talk freely without being afraid. Amen. Three things. To do this, you will need these three things. Then we go. You will need these three things. Yes. You will need these three things. The first thing you will need is you must be able to love everyone, one another. John chapter 15. Amen. You must able to love one another. Or John 13, 34. Amen. 13, 34. Amen. You must be able to love one another. Many people don't love others. Many people believe, they don't even know that, and I'll show it to you. Many people, they love their own. They love what they are comfortable with, which is good, but means nothing. But to go out of your way, to love what you are not comfortable with, what is not you, that is love. Because the Bible says even pagans do so. Please, you, you, you understand. So you see that, read it for us first. John 13, 34. Yeah. A new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you. We are to love one another. We are to what? Love one, one another. another. If, we love, if you love one another, you will talk to the person. You won't always make it you, you, you. You won't think you, you. Because the Bible says love is not what? Self-centered. Uh-huh. Because sometimes we are caught up in us. Could you imagine when we started the church, some people came to join the church. They came to join the church. Then, and those people are still in the church now, you see. They came to join the church, then an incident happened. Then I said, this incident, I have to tell the church. The church must know it is their right to tell the church. It is, uh, it is like, it is, they must know because they are the church. And one sister said, one sister said, don't tell them because they are not part of us. And that sister, she's not in the church today. And I said, what do you mean? I said, they are part of us. I said, these people have been with us six months, eight months. And you see, they are not part of us. They are committed. They come, everything. You see, all along, meaning all along, she hasn't received all along. She sees them as something, enemies. So I called the meeting and I told the church. And today, that sister who said the people are not part of us, it's not in the church. But the people he said, she said they are not part of us, are in the church more than three years now. So, but it shows all along her heart towards them. If I had followed them, the people say, see, you don't love them. So many don't love. No, love is not feeling, but like love is not selfish. Love does not only think of himself. Love is kind. Love is patient. Love endure. The slight things you offended are the person. It's a sign you don't love the person. Because, and you know, because that same thing, your children will do worse, but you still embrace them. It, nothing will spoil. But that small thing, you keep remembering it and keep remembering and keep bringing up. It's a sign that you don't love. Because a love does not keep records of wrong. So you must love. You must decide to love. You must love. 
You must love. If, if somebody do you A, B, and you forgive the person A, B, but this person did only A, and you can't forgive, you don't love the person. It's not a feeling thing. It's, it's a mindset thing. Decide. Because, listen, humans are humans. People are people. Even your own children. Even the person who told you I love you has not offended you. Uh-huh. Have you not offended someone? Yeah, so what the fact that you're offended doesn't mean the person is what? An evil person. Amen. So that is the first thing. Decide to love. You can measure it by your measuring your children. With love, you can. Different from responsibility. You, 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 you understand. You can. Decide that. And the next thing is we must tolerate each other. We must tolerate each other. Sometimes when it comes to God in the house, we don't tolerate one another, which is an error. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1 to 3. Amen. Which is a greater error. Because you cannot have association with people, have this sweet communion if you are not tolerable. Because we have different background, different training, different ethics, different attitude, and all those things. You are offended because the person handed the thing with the left hand. You see, but the only reason you're offended is your background. Your background, you were trained that giving left is a disrespect. Her background, there's nothing like left and right. You can use right to give or left to give. So the person doesn't say anything. So you're offended. Mm-hmm. To make things worse, you didn't even tell the person. Mm-hmm. And in your mind, the person doesn't respect you. <laughs> and you're offended. You see, one time, one of the children, some came to our house, and they gave the person something. And the person was really annoyed. I said, why do you use your left hand? But, but, but so the, the child says, sorry. But when the child go, that when the person left, the child will ask him, what's wrong by giving with my left hand? So I began to explain to her that. And <laughs> one of the explanations, I don't know whether it's a mistake. I said, because people use their left hand too. And, he said, and the child said, but I use my right. What about those who use their right? <laughs> I couldn't say anything. She was right. Because <laughs> there are people who use their right. <laughs> yeah, there are people who use their right. You see, I was quiet. So you see that it's just a culture thing. But this thing, you know, uh-huh. please read it for us. Ephesians. Chapter 4, 1 to 3. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1 to 3. Mm-hmm. As a prisoner for the Lord, then I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. There is one body and one spirit. Amen. Amen. To have this sweet association, we must take up this attitude. We must be completely what? Humble. If you get easily offended, it's a sign of pride. Yeah, because you are so big that you cannot be offended. That's what it means. But if you are dead to self, a lot of things will matter to you. Of course, you must react, but you won't carry it on. You, you, you understand? Yeah? You cannot be corrected. It's pride. You're offended because you've been corrected. It's pride. So he said, we must be what? Humble. Read it for us. We must be what? Humble with what? And gentle. Be patient. Gentle. 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 And patience. Gentle is not everything you must react. Uh, the way she look at me. No, gentle. You be gentle. And be patient. Allow time. 
Maybe the person is in, from the world. She's going through her transformation process. Maybe he doesn't even know. He's here to be taught. Maybe he's dealing with something, even though it's wrong for him to bring it on you. So be patient. Be patient. It will change. It will change or the person will change. Or, you know, like, you understand? So we have to be patient with each other. We have to be patient. Some of you, look how your mothers have been patient with you. Look how even some of your friends have been patient with you. And you cannot be patient with the people of Christ, your church members. Hey, God doesn't like it like that. Amen. Continue for us. Bearing with one another in love. Bearing with one another in love. Not in sin, not in wrong. But in love. Bear, even somebody say, bear with me. To bear with somebody, the person has made a mistake or an error. But bear with the person in love. Bear with one another. We need to have this attitude. To have that sweet fellowship. Because if any time I talk to you, I have to worry whether I've offended you or not. Can we have a sweet fellowship? No. If I cannot say, ah... Charlie, 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 Charlie. And after saying this, I have to now go and worry. Or after saying this, the next day when you said this, Charlie, Charlie, and you did your hand this, can I feel free with you again? No. But don't people do you Charlie, Charlie, and you laugh? Why does that mean you are not laughing and you're offended? <laughs> no, but that's the attitude we have in church. It supports the fellowship, which we are to God devote ourselves to. We test you. People test you. You don't test back. They call you. You don't call back. You are breaking fellowship. Many a time, the test is just to check on you. It's just like, it's a way of fellowshipping. It means nothing. So when you don't that, you stop it. You cut it. You wait three, three hours, three days before you answer the test. Ah. Your WhatsApp was showing 10, your WhatsApp was showing 10 minutes ago, he was there. Now, three hours. It's not right. All this thing, what? Sports fellowship. Or it gives them, like, it's like, you, you, you are not but in the church a church member you should have must be top of your priority if you want to fellowship with God not because he's a member because he's your point of contact your household of God that's how God sees it that's how God sees it that's how God sees it too. me the church members are my priority I'm never busy for them they are my priority because is God in them. That's all. That's all. That's all. They are my priority. My life is centered around them. Yeah. It, it is God. Because it's God. If I cannot laugh with you, if I cannot talk to you, if I cannot eat in your house, drink in your house, who should I be able to? You see? But I can't eat in your house. Depending on you. You see, because when, when, when I ate the McDonald's, you said, Pastor, like food too much. How can I eat the steak? <laughs> I'm afraid you go and say he, he doesn't eat in the house, so he comes to my house to eat. But what I'm trying to say is that if, the, if you treat me as a normal human being, I will be normal. That's all I'm saying. If you understand that Pastor also bad, you, you understand? Because if you listen to what has offended people, it's like, are they from a different planet? Amen. But what's the message? We are to what? Fellowship. So it's all right to what? Fellowship. Smile at people. When they don't smile back, they are the problem. Try to engage people in the church. In the church. If they don't engage back, they are rather the problem. You rather, you are normal. You are doing the right. 
and God will, you will always eventually have people around you who will fellowship with you and you fellowship with God. You will have people you can talk to God about and you won't feel anything. You can express your insecurity, your fear, and they won't say you're a child or you don't know God or anything. If I look at my close friend, I have two close friends. I had them in the world before I became Christian. They are still my friends. And all of them, there's one thing I can tell is their problem. I can tell. But they are still friends. One, one, ev everything he will say. It. Even things that has, he, he has no right to say, he will say it. Even when I started preaching, there are times he will call me and say, you know what, I listened to your preaching back there. Uh, amen, amen, it's too much. <laughs> Just like that, I'll say, okay, I'll check it. He's like that. But he's my friend. Today, he's still my friend. You see, oh, he say, amen, amen, it's too much. Those are the things we cause. Okay. I remember even the amen. I didn't even notice what I do. Amen, amen. <laughs> say, it's too much. Stop it. He wasn't even in the church. I said, okay, I'll check it. I'll check it out. You see, but say that to somebody in the church. They're offended. No, we must tolerate each other. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong. When I listened to it, I realized I was saying a lot of amen. Because that time, there were faces in the church intimidating. It's like, people have come to oppose you. <laughs> so there was, you, you, you understand? There's nothing wrong. Like Brother James, one time told me, he says, Pastor, you have to wear a suit. That time, God has told me to wear shirt. I didn't dress like this when I started. I used to wear khaki, double, you know, jeans, double-breasted shirt. I didn't like all this thing. All my life, I had one suit for that special occasion. For that special, and the Lord said to me, said to me, He said, at least wear shirt and trousers. And when He said, I said, I will wear suit. And from nowhere, Mr. James came the next day and said, I saw for suit, I saw she suit. Like you have to wear suit. You, you could in the church, many people offended for such things. I said, okay, I wear suit. And I started buying suit. He said, confirmation. But I know people have been offended for such things. Will you be offended when your child? Or your brother tells you that, or your friend. But why is that? Will you be offended in the church? Because you cannot tell. You don't love him. You don't see him. You don't have a sweet fellowship with him. Because if you are having fellowship with people, it changes. A friend will tell you things. Yeah. Will feel free. Yeah, they might get it wrong. But that doesn't mean he or she is a bad person. Yeah. Or you should stop fellowshipping. Do you understand? God expect that in our midst. God wants that in our midst because we are humans first on this earth. We are souls. We are not spirit beings. We are flesh and blood. We have a spirit, but we are not spirit. We need each other. We need sweet environment. Please, do we understand what I'm saying? Okay, you have heard the word of God. You know what this word means to you. I just want you to lift up your voice and just begin to pray regarding this word. Among other things, ask the Lord that we will fellowship. We will, we will fellowship. We have this godly association in our midst. Lift up your voice and pray and pray and pray and pray and anything the holy spirit has shown you anything he has drawn into your mind tell him to help you stop it so that you have that sweet fellowship in the church this this message is in the church yes you can take it somewhere but it's in the church it's in the church it's in the church
believe you have been blessed by the teachings of God's Word. For audio CDs, videos, books and other information, please visit our website on www.devotionallightchurch.com. God bless you.